0: Hey everybody, this is Jessica and Sadie, and you're listening to The Amazing Rewatch. Today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 3 of The Amazing Race. The original air date was March fifteenth, two 2005. And last episode, we were in Chile, Santiago, Chile, and our first team to check in were Rob and Amber, so they are leaving the pit stop today at 12.34 a.m., and the clue says, drive yourselves 150 miles to Argentina to the bridge called Puente Viejo. Caution, yield ahead. Yield ahead. Robin Amber leave at 1234 a.m. Did you say that already? Yeah. <laughs> and then next were Ron and Kelly at 124. So they almost had an hour lead. Ray and Dina at 217. Joyce and Uchenna at 316, Lynn and Alex 319, Debbie and Bianca 320, Meredith and Gretchen at 324, Susan and Patrick at 336, and the brothers at three forty <laughs> That was the only one I didn't get. And yeah, so there's a big gap between the first and last team, but that doesn't matter because they have to drive themselves, but they have to get their car from a car park, which doesn't open until five. Yep. So they're hanging around. So, did they have money for this leg? Because Meredith and Gretchen said no money. But then when Susan and Patrick opened oh, theirs, I it just... looked like they had money. Well, Meredith was like, Oh, we don't have any money. And Gretchen's like, Give that to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he just didn't see it. <laughs> okay. That was, like, was confusing. But they didn't tell us how much money. Yeah, had. they didn't tell so. us how much. So, while all the teams are waiting, Debbie and Bianca took a cab to a hotel. Nearby, it seemed like. And Rob and Amber were around that area. I'm really not sure. I think it was the hotel that they were sleeping in the night before. Because a few mm-hmm. teams just said, let's go back to the hotel. Oh, okay. So I think it was the one that they were just at. And Debbie and Bianca like, asked the front desk person for specific directions on how to get to this bridge. And they were telling them specifically, like, turn right on this street. Turn left on this street. Blah, blah, blah. But while they're doing that, Rob and Amber take their cab. Yeah. <laughs> Rob pays him to take their cab and they walk out and there's no yeah. cab waiting for them. He really just throws that money around to... Yes, he does. ...get his way, doesn't he? And yeah. he says, that'll teach them to accuse us of lying. Which he lied. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very really They're not annoying. accusing you of anything that you didn't do. Yeah. Well, all the teams get in their cars and they're driving and this bridge... Like, they have to cross the border, and it's 150 miles, so it's quite a ways. And so they're asking for directions, and Rob asks a policeman to show him, like, pretty much the way out of Santiago Mm -hmm. onto the main freeway in the right direction. So they're off in the right direction, (laughs) and lots of people follow them, and it's, like, very clear that it's the North Five. Yeah. Yeah. everybody's like North five North five so like okay they're pointing this out so it means somebody's important <laughs> gonna get lost um so Susan and Patrick they stop at a gas station ask for directions and while they're at the gas station Debbie and Bianca pass them and like Debbie and Bianca go right and the guy giving Patrick Patrick and Susan directions tells them to go left so already somebody's wrong mm-hmm. either Debbie or Bianca or Susan and Patrick so yeah mm-hmm. the Teams that went the right way start coming into Argentina and, like, going up the mountains. And that road was so crazy. Yeah, it was literally like like a switchback. Yeah, just, like, back and forth, Mm -hmm. like, super sharp curves just straight up the mountain. But before that, there was, like, an exit. Another point where they were like, oh, take this exit, take this exit, take this And then Debbie and Bianca didn't. Mm -hmm. So Susan and Patrick are going the wrong direction and Debbie and Bianca missed the exit. Yeah. So all the teams are passing the border to Argentina and it's bright because we left in like the dark. Mm-hmm. They're crossing the border. It's all bright. And then we go back to Susan and Patrick and they're still in Santiago. Yeah. So they've been in there the for town. an hour and 45 minutes just trying to get out of the city. I'm like, that is There's crazy. not one person that could have like given them directions. Like, tell me how to get to Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like, you don't even have to ask for the specific place you're going. Just, like, what? how do I go to, yeah, Argentina? <laughs> yeah, they struggled. And <clears throat> Debbie and Bianca are kind of, like, questioning how, where they're going. Because they haven't crossed the border yet. Mm-hmm. They've Into been driving Argentina. for a while. Mm-hmm. And they are, like, one of them's, like, we know, we asked for directions. We know, you just need to be patient. Just, we're doing the right thing. Yeah, because they knew it was going to be a long drive. Mm-hmm. So they stop at a toll booth and they ask the lady where the bridge called Puente Viejo is. And she's like, Puente Viejo? Like, very surprised. Like, like, you're not even close. And they're like, okay, never mind. And they they're drive like, it's away. It's okay, it's okay. They thought that she just didn't know. And then they drive away and they're like, everybody, they're all stupid here. Yeah. I'm like, that's rude. You that's- guys are the ones that's wrong. Yeah. She's acting surprised because she's surprised that. That you are asking for Punta Viejo, like, five hours away from Punta Viejo? Yeah. And it's rude that they said it like that. So, then all the other teams basically found right where they needed to go, because Rob and Amber see the bridge first, and they get to yield first, and they're like, we wouldn't be surprised if people yielded us, like, on their way there. Mm -hmm. But they're the first ones there, so it doesn't matter. And they don't yield anybody. And Alex and Lynn say that everybody does want to yield Robin Amber, but mm-hmm. obviously they can't because Robin Amber got there first. So so everyone is like arriving. Robin Amber get there first. It doesn't seem like everybody's like super far behind, but the de- the clue that they get there at the bridge is a detour and it's paddle or pedal for that are the choices. And paddle is they have to in- do they have to inflate the raft? When they were meant, like when they were explaining the the instruction, detour, yeah. it looked like somebody was inflating it, but they didn't ever show anybody doing it. Yeah. So I don't know. So they have to get in a raft, may or may not have to inflate it themselves, but I don't think so. And then complete a seven mile course along with some professional rowers, and the current of the river will help them move, but it can be hard to navigate, like because the current mm-hmm. is really strong. Yeah. So. And then pedal, they have to do a seven-mile course on a mountain bike along the train tracks. And it's harder – I mean, not harder, but they have to use their own strength Mm -hmm. to file seven – File? Bike seven miles. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I don't know. I would probably pick the paddle because you know the professionals are going to take you where you need to go. Yeah. And it didn't look like the river was that – yeah, crazy. It was like pretty slow moving. It wasn't like whitewater rafting or anything. Yeah. So, have you ever been whitewater rafting? Have we talked about that on this podcast yet? I don't know. I mean, I've been rafting in Moab, but it yeah, wasn't like crazy rapids. It was kind ours of, was kind of intense. Yeah, and ours was, was really mellow. It was a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah. so. Like okay. Yeah, it was. It was a bunch of te- teenagers when I went, but it was like super mellow. I don't. Did we go at the same time? I don't think so. So we're talking about youth conference from like our church growing up and it's like a thing every summer that the youth in our in the ward would go do. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that was my first year so you wouldn't know. Oh, vote. yeah. Then. So they met, they must have won again. Yeah. But yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But- <laughs> well, Rob and Amber choose Paddle and Lynn and Alex are right behind them. They don't yield anyone either. And they also choose Paddle and the brothers are right behind them. And they don't yield anyone, and they choose pedal. And Meredith and Gretchen don't yield anyone and choose paddle. <laughs> Nobody yields anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Lynn and Alex and Rob and Amber are rafting, and Lynn and Alex, like, pass them. They were very determined. Yes. They're like, we have to beat them. Yeah. Very <laughs> determined to pass them. And they did. They were super proud of themselves. They get the clue, and it says, drive yourself 70 miles to the city of Mendoza to a traditional Argentinian – Is it Argentinian or Argentine? I've heard both. Barbecue at Camping Suizo. It's like a campground called Camping Suizo. And Ron and Kelly choose paddle. Ray and Dina choose paddle. Joyce and Uchenna choose paddle. So the brothers were the only ones that chose Mm paddle. And yeah, all these teams at the beginning were like pretty close together. Nobody yielded anyone. Most of them chose the same detour. And, yeah. And now we have Susan and Patrick finally getting to that road that goes up the mountain, like the switchback road. Yeah. So they were pretty far behind. And then Debbie and (laughs) Bianca see the ocean. The ocean. (laughs) And the clue at the beginning said drive yourself through the Andes Mountains. yeah, 150 miles to Argentina. So if you have any sense of geography at all. You know that the mountains – I mean, the mountains are kind of close to the coastline. Yeah, but not on the ocean. But not – yeah. And you know that Argentina is west west. of – or east of Chile. Oh, yeah. East. Sorry. And they're on the west coast of the – and they're on the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that's so beautiful. (laughs) And then they're like, And then "Hmm." Debbie's like, hmm. Aren't we supposed to be in the mountains? I think something is wrong. And she tells Bianca to stop. They ask a local – And they're like, where's Punta Vieja? And she's like, that's like two hours away. And they're like, two hours? Yeah. And what gets me is they are the only ones that like speak Spanish. How did they not – how are they not the only ones that like got good directions? I know. And yeah, it is just so crazy that you reached the ocean and didn't think you were going the wrong way. Yeah, before you realized something was wrong. Well, so (laughs) they realize – they're like, this is – Awful. So once they so they're two hours out of the way, which means they have to go two hours back. So really, like it's like a four to five hour mm-hmm. delay that they are at now. Mm-hmm. So not delay. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They're four out to five hours away. behind. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, the brothers seem to be biking pretty easily, but then one of them gets a flat tire, and they have to patch their own flat t- their own tire if they get a flat tire. They have like a patching kit and stuff, but they don't even patch it. They just pick up their bikes and walk the rest of the way. But seven miles is a long way. they said they were about halfway. Yeah. So I was like, you just carried a bike for three miles? (laughs) Yeah. That that sounds really hard. (laughs) But they didn't make it look very hard. And they like see the people rowing past them in the rafts. Yeah. Like like, we should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. So all these people are finishing the detour as um, the first teams are heading to that. The barbecue, uh, the barbecue, the campsite. <clears throat> and Susan and Patrick finally get to the detour. Mm-hmm. And they choose paddle as well. So Lynn and Alex arrive at the barbecue and they get a clue that it's a roadblock and it says, who's not a vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> and this roadblock. It's intense. Seems wrong. Maybe you should tell us. Are you t- are you telling us about Mendoza yeah. today? Yeah. OK, let's, so we just let's do there. that first. So yeah, I didn't choose Puerto Viejo because that's just a bridge, but Mendoza is like the area. So Mendoza is the capital of the province of Mendoza in Argentina. It's located in the foothills of the high plains on the eastern side and of the Andes. It has a population of 115,000 with a metropolitan population of 1 million. The major road running between Buenos Aires and Santiago runs through Mendoza, so it's like frequent stopping place. Also, a lot of climbers stop here on their way to Aconcagua. Aconcagua, <laughs> the highest mountain in the western and southern hemispheres. And for adventure travelers cuz there's lots of skiing and hiking and things like that in this area. So Mendoza was founded on March 2nd in 1561 and was named after the governor of Chile. Before the 1560s, the area was populated by indigenous tribes. And these tribes, they devised a system of irrigation that they still use there today. And fewer than 80 Spanish settlers lived in the area before 1600, but then it increased exponentially due to the use of indigenous slave labor, which is not good. Two of the main industries of Mendoza are olive oil production and Argentine wine. So this says Argentine. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And like the Argentine tango is... Argentine, Argentinian, I don't know. The region around Greater Mendoza is the largest wine producing area in South America and makes Mendoza one of the 11 great wine capitals. Mendoza suffered a severe earthquake in 1861... That killed at least 5,000 people. The city was then rebuilt with lots of urban designs that would better tolerate seismic activity. And it was also rebuilt with larger squares and wider streets and wide um, sidewalks than any other city in Argentina. So, we've been to Argentina before, right? This is our second time there? We were there in season five. Yeah, it was that, like, European-looking village Mm -hmm. in Argentina. Well, I think it was Buenos Aires. Because they, they had to go to that graveyard for like the pr- the oh, president's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to walk those dogs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, they did go to that mount that mountain village that we said looked like S- Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I just looked up Argent- Argentine versus Argentinian, and it's basically you use Argentine as an adjective to describe something or someone related to Argentina, like the Argentine soccer team played well, and you use Argentinian as a noun to refer to somebody from Argentina. So like, Mm. he is Argentinian, but he played on the Argentine soccer team. Hmm. So both are a word, but just used a little bit differently. All right, so this roadblock. (laughs) Who's not a vegetarian? (laughs) It says, eat a traditional Argentine meal consisting of cow rib Pork sausage, blood sausage, cow intestine, cow udder, an entire cow kidney, and part of a cow's saliva gland, each person's portion weighing four pounds. That's so much food. The word cow saliva gland, Yeah. like, that is disgusting. I think the cow udder was the thing that I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) What does a saliva gland look like? Like, what? How? I don't how and like how big is it? Yeah, I don't know. I thought a gland was like tiny. (laughs) Maybe it's just I don't know. (laughs) Well, they choose Alex to do the roadblock, and Rob and Amber are right behind them, and Rob is chosen, and all these. So yeah, they're getting started, and it looks daunting and awful, Mm -hmm. but also some of it looks good. (laughs) Yeah, like the cow rib and the pork sausage. I would definitely be saving those for last. Oh yeah. (laughs) Get all this stuff out of the way. Four pounds is a lot of anything to Mm -hmm. put in your stomach. Yeah. And blood sausage. (laughs) I've tasted that not in England or in Wales. It wasn't good. Yeah. (laughs) So, but it wasn't terrible. I could get. I could eat it for a million dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. That's you know yeah our justification for anything. Yeah. So in the meantime. All the other teams had finished the detour on their way there. Susan and Patrick just finished the detour and Debbie and Bianca arrive. And they (laughs) have the choice between pedal and paddle. And Debbie says that she almost died in a whitewater rafting accident just a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But they do paddle anyways. And she said she's like getting over her fear or something like that. (laughs) And all these other teams are starting to arrive. So Meredith is chosen to do the roadblock and Greg... Right, Greg? Yeah. And Ron of Ron and Kelly. And they're... And Euchenna. And Euchenna. And so everybody's kind of like digging in. (laughs) But Alex and Rob have been there for quite a while. Yeah. And Rob is like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I cannot eat all this. So he says, like, what happens if I can't finish? I, I can't sit here another three hours with these people as they're, like, puking around me. Like, he said he just can't do it. So, they want to take the penalty. Mm-hmm. The four-hour penalty. And this is something that I think I learned for the first time. Yeah. that you, So, it's not just from when you quit your task. It's four hours from when the next team arrives to the task. Yeah. I didn't know that specification either, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Because... Literally, anybody could just quit at any time and just go to the next thing, you know? Yeah. Like, like oh, this is definitely going to take the next person four hours. I'm just going to yeah. quit. And yeah. Then. So, I like that. Yeah. So, that means that everybody's there except for Susan and Patrick and... Debbie and Bianca. Debbie and Bianca. And... Rob is the first to quit. kind of far away. So, it's <laughs> yeah. like... I don't know. Anyway, so he's the first to quit. And he tries to convince other people to quit mm-hmm. a little bit after him and he says like it's a foolproof plan as soon as i get somebody else to quit we're already ahead of it's, them yeah we're guaranteed to not be eliminated yeah so it wasn't stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah well, well because dina shows up and starts doing the roadblock oh yeah and, they're and like, she decides real fast that she's <laughs> not gonna be able to do it well like not yet not right away because ray looks at it he's like we made a huge mistake yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then rob kind of tells yeah and well because she's enough. like saying like i don't think i'm going to be able to do this and then rob comes up to ray and is like whispering in his ear like you can take the penalty mm-hmm. we just did you know if you do it right now then you'll still be okay and mm-hmm. and they do and then ray and dina convince meredith and gretchen to quit yeah <laughs> as well <laughs> So the people who are actually sticking to it are Alex, Ron, Uchenna and is that all? Oh, the brother, Greg, Greg, and Uchenna finishes first. Yeah, which he he got there like fifth or sixth. Yeah, so <laughs> he did really well on that. And he and Alex finishes right behind him. So Alex was the first to start, and Uchenna beat him. But yeah, and I was happy because Lynn of Alex and Lynn, like, asks Rob, like, "What you were, like, halfway through. Why did you quit? And Rob is like, it can't be done. It can't be done. Yeah. And then, like, five people finish right yeah. after that. Yeah. So I was like, well, it can be done. You just yeah. didn't want to. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, their theory, their strategy worked for them, mm-hmm. but... It is a different strategy. It's y- Yeah. But, yeah. It can be done because they do it. <laughs> so, Euchenne gets the clue first. It says, drive yourselves to the next pit stop. So, drive, your, drive eight miles to... Estancia San Isidro, a traditional Argentinian ranch. Argentine ranch. Argentine ranch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Run by Argentinians. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So Joyce and Uchenna and Alex and Lynn are kind of racing for first place. And it looks like Joyce and Uchenna kind of get lost and stop for directions and are led to the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So that means Lynn and Alex check in first. That's human number one. Yeah. But I don't think they win anything. It didn't seem like they did. Or at least we didn't see it. Yeah. So. And then team number two are Joyce and Yuchenna. Yeah. They were a little disappointed because they left first and you could tell mm-hmm. them they thought they would be first. Yeah. But so Ray and Dina and Gretchen and Meredith now have mm-hmm. quit. But the next team has not arrived yet. Yeah. They're waiting for Susan and Patrick yeah. to arrive. And their time is just like not started. Mm-hmm. And Greg wild. finishes. Ron finishes. Mm-hmm. It was really. It, Ron said, Today was the worst eating experience of my entire life. Mind you, I lost 25 pounds in 18 days in an Iraqi prison. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's pretty bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so it would be very scary to be sitting there and your four hours are not starting for that long. Yeah. Teams are finishing. Mm hmm. And so it like, was a gamble oh for sure. But also. There's teams that are coming. So, like, if Patrick and Susan chose to take the penalty, they're that many four hours behind Rob and Amber or whatever. Yeah. So. So, at this point, (laughs) Rob and Amber's time is down to, they have two hours and 39 minutes left. Because Susan and Patrick arrived. Well, theirs already started because somebody else arrived. No. Yeah. Who? Who? I'm like, who? Who? (laughs) Who? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But you're right, though. Yeah, when because Susan they and Patrick w- arrived, there's two hours and forty minutes left. Yeah. Cause yeah. So when they arrive, that starts Gretchen and Meredith and Ray and Dina's time. Mm-hmm. And on the on the way, I thought it was funny. Susan was like, I ha- I have a little protein bar. This is my lunch and dinner. And <laughs> and Patrick is like, We'll stop for a quick meal in Mendoza. I'm like, yeah. Well, you're gonna eat more <laughs> food than you can possibly handle in a few minutes. Yes. So <laughs> And so yeah. Debbie and Bianca finish their detour heading to the pit stop. No, the road block. I mean the roadblock. sorry. So those other teams who actually finish the task start checking in. So Brian and Greg and Ron and Kelly, they check in together as teams three and four. Mm-hmm. And Patrick is really struggling and he says he can't do it. And he's like standing and he's like talking to his mom and she's like really pressuring him and he's like it makes me not want to do it to spite you because you're being so (laughs) insensitive (laughs) and she's like okay I guess we're just going to be out like she is kind of being insensitive but it would be really hard to Uh... hello and but yeah like I to be in that situation to be the team member trying to convince your teammate to like suck it up and do it yeah that would be and like some people like the encouragement and like the so, Patrick is really trying. He's not going to give up because he knows there's only one team behind him. And if they took a penalty when that team arrives, it could take her less than four hours to eat it. So, yeah. they pretty much, he has to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, and Susan is like, just vomit and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, Robin Amber check in as team number five. And Phil was like, you did a little bit... <laughs> Like, more scheming today. He's, like, laughing as they check (laughs) in. Who is, like, giving Phil a play-by-play? Like, I know this is what's happening while you're standing here at the pit stop waiting for them to check in. Yeah. He, like, knows what's going on. Like, and who calls and says, or, like, do they call him and they're like, so-and-so took a bus bus (laughs) instead of a train. You need to give them a penalty. Yeah. A time penalty. I don't know. Yeah. I think I've heard in some interviews or something that... Like, there's been a few times that Phil is at the previous. Mom, we have a little visitor with us, <laughs> Sadie's daughter, Olivia. So, anyway, I was saying I, I've i heard that there's been times that Phil's been, like, at a previous, like, filming the directions for the roadblock, you know, when he does his little, like, walk around the area. Yeah. And they he, like, barely makes it to the pit stop in time for the first team to check in.
1: Interesting. So,
0: yeah. got Okay. So like we said, Rob and Amber checked in as team number five. And he, Rob says, I didn't think I could do it, but I found a way to plot and scheme again. <laughs> so I can see what people mean when they say they have mixed feelings about him. Yeah. Because he's not a bad guy, but he also wants to play. And it's not like he's even. <laughs> okay. We had another little friend come in. <laughs> we're hoping to hurry. We're, we're almost done. <laughs> so okay yes he's he's used to being on survivor and having to like pawn scheme and and try to not be voted off and yeah (laughs) and we go back to patrick he's really struggling and did debbie debbie and bianca got there yeah so that meant that the other people's time started Mm -hmm. like meredith and gretchen and uh, who else? Ray and Dina. Yeah. Yeah. Debbie like undoes her pants and she's like, I can eat four pounds of food and she's ready to go for it. Yeah. So she kind of understands the situation too. Like, there's no option. Yeah. You have to finish. Yep. And so Meredith and Gretchen, Ray and Deanna, Dina, their time runs out. So it took, it took over four hours, right? Because their time started when, Patrick and, and Susan, Susan arrived, showed up. Yeah, and they leave before Patrick and Susan finish. Patrick finishes eating. It took him more than four hours to eat. Yeah, it must have. So yeah, Ray and Dina checking as team number six, and Meredith and Gretchen is team number seven. Patrick finally finishes. Yeah. And as soon as Debbie got there, he like was he yeah. realized he had to do it. Yeah. So this ending is pretty intense because. Patrick finishes and him and Susan get in the car and they can't they're they're lost again. They really get lost <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And Debbie finishes and they don't seem to get lost. So it's like kind and of Debbie was the only girl to finish. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So um yeah, it's kind of like who's gonna check in first, but it is Patrick and Susan as team number eight, which means Debbie and Bianca are team number nine, and Phil says that they are eliminated. Yes, and he says that when they came in first on the first leg, that he thought that they would be in the final three. Mm -hmm. And they mentioned a couple times it was very important for them to be the first all-female team to win. Mm -hmm. So we had two all-female teams be eliminated in a row now. Yeah, and there's none left. There's none left, (laughs) so that's kind of sad. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's that that navigation, I just can't believe how far it is. The fact that they speak Spanish, they're smart girls, like, I don't know. I I don't know how that happened, but anyway. Well, their, let's see, their race statistics, they were the first all-female team to win the first leg. Okay. And the first all-female team to win a leg since Jerry in season four. Oh, wow. There was not an all-female team that won a leg at all in 5 or 6. When were the... The moms were in 5, season 5. They didn't win a first leg. They first didn't win place. a first place. Wow. I guess. Crazy. And the first all-female team to win a leg without using the fast forward since Mary and Peach in season 2. Wow. So they really did well. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that they three went out like yeah. this because... I think they probably could have done well, but yeah. they were the first all all-female team to be awarded a prize for winning a leg, and the first team ever to be awarded a cash prize minus the finish line, like the' cause they got ten thousand dollars the oh, first leg each yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, cool. Well, so well, you gotta keep going yeah, <laughs> so their average was five point three. Debbie did 2 roadblocks, Bianca did 0. And today they're 44 years old. And I can't find a whole lot. Bianca does have a Facebook, but it she hasn't posted anything in a while. But according to the Wikipedia, hold on, let's see. Bianca and Debbie served as bridesmaids for Alex The winner of season two for his fiance, his bride, his wife. That's random. I know. Did they find? So I don't know if they, yeah, like they ran in like an amazing race circle of friends or if they were already friends with her and or maybe introduced them. I'm not sure, but they were both bridesmaids for his wife in 2019. So that was pretty recently. Interesting. And in 2011, Debbie published a fiction book. So she's written two novels actually. Hmm, interesting. I wonder if there goes. was one more. Th- so, okay, so there's this one article that I found that it was from tvguide.com. And TV Guide asked them, "You really had no idea you were heading in the wrong direction for 2 hours?" And Debbie said, we had gotten directions from someone who told us it would be a five-hour trip. So, when it... Like, we didn't really think that it was that crazy that we were driving for five hours. And she said we were double-checking our directions along the way, but everybody would tell us something different and our map was not adequate. So, and she said, and then we saw the ocean and we knew we had screwed up. And... So then TV Guide asked about their like little conflict with Rob and they said was this a brilliant strategy or frag- flagrant cheating when they asked about the roadblock I don't think that was cheating What what like Rob getting everybody oh, else seen, to quit oh, yeah, and wasn't, take the penalty wasn't No no And Debbie said I love the compliment that Rob gave me. He said, that chick is tough. She's got the beeps to yell at me. Yeah. And when she, like, showed up to start eating, he said, like, yeah, she's really tough. She's going to do it. Yeah. So she was – she was – she liked that he complimented her. Uh And they didn't know until they watched the show that Rob and Amber stole their cab (laughs) and – and then this one was funny. She said, her TV guide says, the show said that you were lifelong friends, but at times it seemed you were more than that. Care to comment? And, she's, and Debbie said, I'm aware of the speculation. I think it's a shame that people ask questions like that because it's obvious they don't have a friendship like we have and we've had our whole lives. If only they could be so lucky. And Bianca says, my mother is Mexican and culturally this is the way we are. We're very touchy. We love each other. We're not afraid to tell each other it's life is too short and too boring to not love with all your heart so yeah yeah that's a little bit about them and because they-, <laughs> they did they like, kissed each other a lot yeah and they're like i love you i love you yeah. too and that's fine yeah. you know they're good friends but so, yeah so if they were both bridesmaids a few years ago i'm guessing they're probably still friends <laughs> all right well you guys kind of obviously we need to be done so thanks for listening and we'll see you, you next bye? time <laughs> thanks for listening this is the amazing rewatch podcast you can email us at the amazing rewatch at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at the amazing rewatch or you can join our facebook group the amazing rewatch podcast Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.